even though we're African and we grew up in like um uh in, in probably like different African communities, yes. uh, we still have this thing about the UK. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like we grew up together, so yeah. it's like. You know, you're going to nod at your brother. And apart from that, you no know. No matter where you go, he's going to be like, I see you, bro. First, an increase in, in drug use and open use I'm on social like, media I know like entertainers make it like it's normal now. Like, oh, everybody's smoking. Smoking and recording themselves on Instagram. Really? Teenage, young girls. And that really broke my heart. Because first of all, they did that. Then yeah. second of all, they felt so comfortable to record it and post it on social media. Because that's all we they see. see. Just because we're fans of people doesn't mean we have the right to just share your opinion and say, mm. oh, I think it's this. Oh, yeah, definitely this. What was she doing naked? They're always making Jay-Z and Beyonce the savior of black people. You're listening to Adishokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. Right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of Adi Chappelle Live, the official Afrobeats podcast, where we break down the hot topics in the studio here at Afri-Media Studios here in London with my celebrity guests, and we just look into what's going on. As always, thank you very much for the support. Keep liking, commenting, sharing, and of course, the support is always welcome. We appreciate that on YouTube and across all platforms from Apple to Spotify, SoundCloud, the whole nine. Make sure you give us a follow and, of course, a like and a share. As always, before we get into the headlines this week, I'd like to speak about our partnership here in the building uh, alongside Shubes.com. Now, Shubes is the leading discovery hub for black culture experiences, bringing you the latest events, music, and news. With Shubes, you can discover and buy tickets to the best events happening in your city to satisfy your every need. If you're on the hunt for bottomless brunches, the latest Afrobeats concerts, or just a banging night out, Shubes has got you covered. Now, Shubes is at the center of all experiences, whether you're an event organizer looking to sell out your event or looking for the perfect event to attend. Visit Shubes.com and get Shubes in now now joining me in the studio to break down the hot topics this week is the returnee a fan favorite a favorite <laughs> of mine a colleague in the industry zanita of checkout africa radio broadcaster personality all swagged out the hair is looking amazing today oh thank What's you going on? see are thank you going you. somewhere after here no are you sure? No, I know it's lit outside. Everything's opening, but listen, June twenty first, isn't it? <laughs> You're waiting for June twenty first. June twenty first, I'm coming through. <laughs> All right, then. Anyways, <laughs> some of the headlines that we're going to be looking at today are a great night for Africans at the BAFTA Awards with Daniel Kaluuya coming up. Trumps. We're also going to be looking at the allegations that Jay Z and Beyonce have secured uh, DMX's catalog slash masters. And sadly, we'll be going into South Africa, where the fiancé of superstar rapper, a.k.a., sadly passed away in the last one week. And, of course, a lot more. Uh, we're starting here in the United Kingdom, where superstar Ugandan-British actor, I like to put the Ugandan in front of the British, if you understand what I mean. Mm -hmm. Anyway, actor Daniel Kaluuya continues his domination of the awards season after picking up Golden Globes and Screen Actors Guild Awards for his performance in Judas and the Black Messiah. Well, on Sunday, the 11th of April, 2021, he added another prestigious award to his arsenal 
by picking up a BAFTA for Best Supporting Actor in London, albeit virtually, whilst he was presumably sat in, in Hollywood via Zoom. Now, the actor, who is also up for an Oscar at the end of the month, said he was taking everything in his stride and just going to chill out. I don't mm -hmm. blame you, Daniel. I don't at all. I love now, him. Daniel, who had previously received an Oscar nomination for his role in Get Out, knows what to expect from awards season and isn't counting his chickens yet. But at this point, uh, it is looking very strong for the Oscar this year. Now, it also has to be said that a young British Nigerian lady by the name Buki Bakare, age 19 from Hackney, picked up the EE e. Rising Star Award at the BAFTAs uh, for her debut acting role in the movie Rocks. Buki was cast while studying theater arts, and she stood out with her incredible performance in the movie. Uh, Zanita, you and I have spoken about the Daniel Kaluuya. Exactly about I Daniel. I love him. Talk to me about the. the I'm so up. proud of him. No, I'm proud of him. But have you noticed how he's always chilled when he oh. accepts an award? Like he's mm. just always chill. Oh. I love that mm. uh, Kaluuya. Don't get married yet. Just <laughs> wait for me. Wait for me. But I'm really proud of him. Yeah. I think it's well deserved. Mm. I think it's not surprising that a lot of uh. Brit African British yeah. um, actors and actresses are going to pick up a lot of awards because we we are smashing it in mm. in, in the field right now. So I'm really proud of him. I know a couple of years ago we there was a lot of noise about the Oscars so white, BAFTAs so white, yeah, and all of those stuff. Do you think that has also played into how the nominations and the awards have played out this year? If you look at the Grammy Awards, uh, fifty percent I believe were women. And a huge chunk of that was also African-American. And, yeah, of course, yeah. we had the African winners in there. So do you think this, you know, this uh, political correctness and the rise yeah of, of course of, of, of because black... people are more vocal now mm. like uh, black people are not taking it anymore and uh, the BAFTA is only really recognizing him because he's getting um like movies from America yeah when he was here they weren't really you know saying anything mm. so but I mean you can't really blame Great Britain because um you're only gonna claim what's great anyway Absolutely. do you know what I mean you're Absolutely. only gonna claim what's great but um I think yeah I think it's it's about time a part of me feels like it's too late. Do people still get excited when they win the, these awards? Like I think they do. I think uh, especially people within the industry. If you're looking at someone like a Daniel Kaluuya, for example, yeah. who is a trained actor, an accomplished actor, even though they might not really be super stoked and shout off the roof like they would 20 years ago yeah. about such nods, but they still count for something when yeah. it comes to pitching for movie roles. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. Asking for increasing salaries. Yeah. The fact that I'm a two-time Oscar nominee, a Golden Globe winner, a Screen Actors Guild winner, a BAFTA Award winner. Now you're talking to someone yeah, yeah. that might pick up another Oscar. You're, you're not going to be coming to me with chop change. I think I think if he is nominated for an Oscar, then he, he might win it. Mm. I think he might win it because... I think they're gonna give it to someone British this time because there's a lot of British like actors. I oh, mean, um, who's the other lady again that we spoke about last week? Uh, um, who's taking the Aretha Cynthia Franklin? Yes, she actually awarded Daniel him. Yeah, Cohen. I saw, I saw that, and I was yeah. like, this must be so like so so empowering. I think them. also because like, even though we're African and we grew up in like um. Uh, in, in probably like different African communities, yes. uh, we still have this thing about the UK. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's just like we grew up together, so yeah. it's like 
You know, you're going to nod at your brother. And apart from that, you no know. No matter where you go, he's going to be like, I see you, bro. First of all, you have to understand that these are two young people that, are, you know, grew up in probably South London yeah. or, or somewhere in London. Then they took their acting dreams to the big, you know, stages in the United States of America. Yeah. And not only did they try to go and make it big, they have hit the big time. Yeah, that's So true. when they see each other... They know what struggles they went through. Yeah. And they know how hard it is In to the get the recognition that they're eventually getting now. You talked about Cynthia Erivo. She's a Tony Award winner, a Grammy Award winner, yeah. you know, Golden Globe Award winner. Now she might even be picking up an Oscar. She's been nominated for an Oscar in the past. Yeah. You know, so these guys are doing it at such a high level yeah. that when they see each other, it's it's a form of recognition and a head nod to each yeah, other. Like, I, like, know, yeah. I know. know. I, I know. We've been through it together now uh finishing that story we had a young british nigerian uh young lady buki bakari who picked up the rising star award she's yeah. 19 years old she was she... cast in the movie at probably about 17 or something like yeah. that and that's a debut acting role yeah. she's picked up a bafta award what does this mean for someone coming from you know an inner city hackney london yeah. you know african parentage and you know in in a situation where Coming up into your first acting role, this is a huge step and a big win for you. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, I think, do you know, I think, um, you know, John Bega and them, mm. everyone, I think they've kind of paved the way for the new... Uh, people like growing mm, right now into landing. the yeah in the in the media and they they still have to work. I'm not gonna say they yeah. they don't have to work hard, but I think um it's made a lot of people look here mm. now for for talent. Mm. And um I'm really I'm really proud of her. You know I think um the entertainment industry is hard anyway, especially yes. the movie industry mm. as well. I just hope that um she's surrounded by like good people, especially because she got into it when she was really young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm hoping that her African parents obviously. We'll keep her grounded. <laughs> you know, we're not going to end up like them crazy uh, celebrity uh, kids that are now... Uh, no no offense. Not that... They- I know they they dealing with issues. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're not gonna make fun of mental yeah. health or anything. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm hoping um, you know, she stays grounded. I'm mm. I'm I'm looking forward to um other things that she's gonna be cast for. Mm. Uh, but I'm really proud of her. And and when Daniel Kaluuya was giving his speech, he said he wanted to shout out a couple of people, and he mentioned the likes of Ashley Walters. Mm. in that shout out and Ashley you know yeah and he just won an uh, an award as well and he said a different speech I watched the video and I was just like oh Wow. Well, are you sure that was Ashley Waters? Oh, no, no, that was, was uh, um, the guy. What's his name? Shay. What's the guy? The director of, I believe, Kid Wood. Uh, the other guy that that's in the Bulletproof with Ashley Waters. The uh, other actor. Uh, yeah, that's the yeah, guy. Yeah, he just picked up an award exactly. as well. Yeah. He picked up award an award at the Baftas award. Yeah, at, at the Baftas, and, and he gave his speech. An <laughs> the speech I was, was like, amazing. Yeah. We need to find the, uh, David Clark, uh, Clark something Clark. You need to check it. What's his name? Say it. it. Say it loud. Don't worry about it. No clock. No No clock. clock. Yes, that's the one. You need to check out the... You need to check out the, the the speech by Noel Clark yeah. at the 2021 BAFTA award ceremony. Yeah. It is something that every single... Uh, Young kid from London, whether yeah. you're black, white, I'm not gonna lie, I kind of cried when I when it was I, deep. when I read it because yeah, he, when you I know, he it. said when he got the, the yeah, award he the popped first his time, collar. 
and then everybody was like, why did you do that? Da, 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 da. And then he was like, he basically made a yes, we can speech. Yeah. And like, you you really deserve to be here. Absolutely. You know? Just saying, like, you know, that the reason he popped his collar was because he felt as a young kid growing up in a world where doors have been, you know, closed in, your, in front of your face. You never thought you could reach the pinnacle of your career. And yeah. when you start getting recognition that you never thought would happen... You, re, your reaction should be allowed because you are elated that finally, after years of hard work and grind, doors shut in your face just because of the color of your skin and your tough upbringing, you're finally getting the recognition that you deserve. And do not feel out of place. You deserve it. Yeah. You're entitled to it. Yeah. And act the way you want to act. Yeah. I, I think I have a problem with you know how people you know you have to act a certain way to yes. be able to win a certain award like Oscars you have to be that's a certain why Daniel you is have also, to tick like certain and that's why Daniel like, is also very cool that's why even though if you look at everything I'll mm-hmm. be honest with you mm-hmm. he's knocked it off Golden Globe Screen Actors Guild BAFTA Awards automatically you're almost stepping into the Oscar award yeah you know by proxy however the Oscars, they know how to do that. I've seen, I've forgotten what his name was, the Australian actor Russell Crowe back in 2002 when he had cleaned out come the BAFTA, Screen Actors Guild, da 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 da, da the movie where he was a great mathemat- mathematician yeah. and he was up for best actor category. He lost it. They Why? didn't award it to him. So the Oscars can be a little bit shifty like that. Yeah, it it's, can. It's like you the have rabbit. to literally shake the right hand. The weekend had one of the most amazing albums of 2021. He did not get one single nomination yeah, yeah, yeah. at the Grammy Awards. Yeah, that's crazy. It was a snob. Yeah. And they do that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. So, do you think that was because also he done the... Um... No, he announced the NFL gig after he had been snobbed by the oh, Grammys. okay. So he, he also felt like he was booked to perform at the Grammys. Yeah. They released a nomination and he found out that he wasn't nominated and he was like, what the hell? Yeah. So I'm just coming to sing and dance for you guys when I have something that could change my life. Yeah. He canceled that booking and went for the NFL gig. And he spent with, 10 million for it. And apart from it, he I think his streams went up by something thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He made the money back. The advert, the adverts that he got from, you know, performing at the NFL was fantastic. So, you know, I I see Daniel Kaluuya. I know he's super excited about the success he's had so far. Yeah. But I know that he can't. That's why I said he can't count his chickens just yet. Because the Oscars, they know how to pull the chair and the rug underneath you. To be honest, I don't actually think he cares. I don't think, I think maybe he cares about, like, his art and stuff like that. But because everything is so rigged now and, oh. Like, why do you need... Okay, I'm going to sound so... But why do you need, like, you know, people to nod in your direction for you to know that you're great? Unfo- he knows he's great. No, unfortunately, that, that, that those nods to people in that industry is also a huge chunk of how they know they're great. So when they speak about legendary actors in Hollywood, you know, they always talk about two-time Oscar winner. Like, when we talk about Denzel Washington, Denzel has picked two Oscar wins. You know, and you're, you're looking but Le- at... Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, but Leo, one of the Leo. problems... Remember, one of the initial problems that uh, uh, actors like Leonardo had was that initially he was one of the 
you know, bubblegum, hard rock. Yeah, yes. outside, yeah. Unfortunately, so you he have had to conform that. into a so certain he, identity. So he had that for about 15, 20 years mm -hmm. before he started playing hard body roles where he's losing weight, he's going through it, you know, he's playing real No, even when roles. he was a child, though, he acted in really deep films. You know, if, but still, uh, what was that one? He wasn't getting no Oscar for even, that. Even 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 for the the, the, the Wolf of Wall Street one, <laughs> I he deserved that yeah. one for that one. And then the one where he fought a bear that the bear ripped his back. <laughs> What's that movie? What's that one? I don't know. That was the oh, that was a that was a horrific Revenant. movie. Revenant. He deserved one for that. Okay, I probably did. I watch think the that movie one. got an Oscar. Listen, Titanic. He, he deserved the. Oh, uh, uh, come on, he was oh, in Titanic. Jack. Listen, Titanic bro. is one of the greatest films nah. of all time. Bro. Forget that. Jack. Jack was just in love. And listen, <laughs> the movie was great. <laughs> okay, but Daniel, we're really proud of you, man. Keep Absolutely. doing your thing. Absolutely. Well, uh, over to the USA where the world was still coming to terms with the huge loss of legendary rapper DMX mm. after he sadly passed away on the 9th of April 2021 after complications from an alleged drug overdose. Since his death uh, and many tributes ringing out, rumors started circulating that his master recording had been bought by Jay-Z and Beyonce for something in the region of $10 million and a plan to hand it over to his 17 kids. Well, DMX family, real name Earl Simmons, set the record straight about the alleged sale of the late rapper's master recordings and his upcoming funeral in a new statement. There have been a few, a few rumors following our loved one Earl Simmons passing that they, no, let me start again. There have been a few rumors following our loved one Earl Simmons passing that we'd like to clear up. His family said in a statement provided to Billboard, no one has bought Earl's masters Additionally, we are not selling any merch or raising money for Earl's funeral. If anyone is requesting for money for his funeral, please be aware the person is a scammer. Mm -hmm. We will keep the public posted on funeral slash memorial service arrangements, uh, end quote. Well, that cleared the rumors, which also included DMX only having 15 children instead of the 17 that was mm. stated in the previous story. Now, Swiss Beats, who is also DMX's close friend and producer, also shut down the rumor on social media with a quote on Instagram saying, not true, King, mm -hmm. end quote. Swiss wrote uh, alongside the false article on his Instagram page. The last seven days has been very difficult for hip-hop fans around the world. Yeah. With the passing of one, one of the most iconic entertainers that has, you know, walked the face of this earth, incredible rapper that, you know, uh, Russell Simmons said DMX's career basically saved Def Jam as a record label. Mm -hmm. His back-to-back -back success in the late 90s into the 2000s yeah. with, I think, four platinum albums, four albums that went straight to number one. Changed. He created Rough Riders. It, like, it, come it, on. Like, it was crazy. Eve, come on. You know, the list goes on. Dragon <laughs> was crying on Instagram. You know, Jada Kiss. Yeah. The, the list goes on. 
But Aaliyah, when the, him and Aaliyah in the film. But when this, on. but when this story came out that Jay Z had bought the the masters and was giving it back, first of all, I'll be honest with you. Initially, I'm thinking, oh, yo, that's mm, a that's great. That's a you know that's yeah. a good gesture and stuff. Why like are they that. always making Jay Z and Beyonce the savior of black people? Unfortunately, they have saved a couple of people. No, yo, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> they, but done a lot. you can't you you, you can't uh, put the pressure on them. Yeah, yeah do you know what I mean? And and they don't really announce it when they've done something for somebody as it, well. It's the people. Do you know what I love about Jay-Z and Beyonce? Mm. They are the change we want to see in the world. Mm. They don't just talk problems, problems, oh, problems, oh. No, they actually... They they do actions then they speak. Absolutely. They don't they don't they and I love that. I think there should be more of us like that. They they make deals with people. They mm. partner with people mm. and uh, to change our community. Th- this is what I always say: rebellion and uh, protesting all the time. Yes, it does something, but uh, there's Strategy. other ways as well to like you know. Um, Give black people their power back yeah. e- economically, anyway. Mm. Um, so, but going back to DMX, like I'm, I'm really sad about this one, you mm. know. Mm. Well, because I feel like everybody's dying, you know, before mm. their time. Drugs, you Drugs. know, is is really. This is one of the things that we had spoken about in the past. Uh, there's a huge rise in drugs, uh, drug use in the entertainment industries. There's a lot of pressure uh, mm-hmm. amongst the young people, especially in Africa as well. We've yeah. seen. A, a a a an increase in in drug use and open use. I'm not like entertainers well. make it like it's normal now. Like oh, everybody's smoking. What are your love. thoughts on that? Everybody is this. Um, they're just making it so cool, and I'm like, lean is not cool, guys. Mm. You know, smoking weed every day, it's not that. It's not cool, guys. Mm. Um, you know, trying new drugs, especially in America, because mm. in Africa, I don't feel like you know, drugs is like a huge it's deal crazy, when it comes no. to like cocaine, heroin, okay, yeah, you know, cra- it's, it's like them stuff, type of stuff. It's but tablets Af- and stuff, yeah, that people yeah. are now getting into. I know in South Africa, that's there. Okay. It's, the, it's like, crazy in Nigeria now. It, it's crazy in Nigeria now. It's, speaking about drug use, uh, a video went viral today. I'll probably send it to Shaggy uh, after we record. Yeah. Uh, where a group of teenagers in Nigeria, teenage girls in school uniform, secondary school uniform, could be seen just passing around some shisha and smoking and recording themselves on Instagram. Really? Teenage young girls. And that really broke my heart. Because first of all, they did that. The yeah. second of all, they felt so comfortable to record it and post it on social media. Because that's all we they see. see. That's all they see. How much responsibility do we have to take as influencers, influencers. entertainers on social media? How much responsibility does the enter- do the entertainers need to take when it comes to, you know, sh- showing and, and kind of like... Glamorizing. Glamorizing the drugs. Adulthood. Yeah. It's just... I feel like because of social... I'm not going to lie to you. I think it's just because of social media. Mm. Because when I was younger, I never really used to see celebrities like smoking weed and all of that. But because of social media, mm. um, everything has been heightened. So I cannot blame influencers like completely mm. uh, because of how fast things have been and how quick... You know, and people want to see your life as well mm. as an entertainer. It doesn't work like, you know, back in the day where, you know, people used to be media trained and your private life was your private life. Mm. And, you know, people people only used to see you when you do an interview or yeah. anything like that. So I feel like social media now, because of the change of generations, mm. it, it does like 
it does put a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on on influencers. So now they can't live their life and they have to live in it in, in like hide it. Mm. You know, in a way like your private story. If you see Snapchat, a lot of entertainers have private stories and it's only around within like entertainers. Mm. Not a lot of people have access. So they choose the type of content that, that they, they put, put out. out. Yeah. Um I just think as well, I think parents need to realize the type of um you know, generation, you know, that we're in now. Um, We're lucky enough that our parents were part of like the old day and age and the new, you know, age. So um, they, they chameleons. So you can't really parent the way, you know, your parents parented you because times were different. So I just feel like, I feel like parents need to educate their kids. Cause I'm not going to lie to you. My mom was a teacher, right? And um, she she never used to hide stuff like that. So mm. I never used to feel like, I never used to feel like, oh, I need to steal it and do it behind closed mm. doors. I would just see people drinking. I'd be like, oh, everybody's drinking, mm. you know. Or, you know, I never really done drugs, mm. you know, when I used to go out and stuff. But that's because, you know, fun was had, like, in my house. Like, I saw it. So mm. I feel like if they... I don't know because I'm not a parent. Yeah, it's one of the most scariest things. I feel like if 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 your child is around it, they won't feel like they have to do it behind your back. So you and they'll be be educated. Basically saying. I need to be smoking weed in front of my no, kids No, no, no. I'm not saying smoke in front of your kids, <laughs> yeah. but I'm saying like, you know, have conversations yes, absolutely. about it. Absolutely. You know, because you know, yes. you that know that. happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's happening. A lot of parents, even to this day, have a problem about talking about sex, yeah, yeah. you know, with that's... their kids. And a lot of kids went, my mom, I'm so lucky that I had a mom like mine and I had older sisters because I could have conversations with mm. them about it and I never felt uncomfortable, mm. you know, so... Um, I feel like and parents what parents don't understand if you don't teach your child at home they definitely learning it from outside a m- majority of the kids come back pregnant ah, anyway gosh. and you're thinking oh but how did you know it's because they learn how to hide it from you pretty well so yeah. you need to start having these conversations because they definitely being taught outside I mean yeah. DMX is an example somebody yeah. laced his weed with, he- with, with heroin with, yeah that, that, when he was 14 years old now, so, that was that was one of the most painful videos to watch when he was speaking about this yeah. uh, on a podcast where he he basically as a grown up a 50 year old man broke down in tears yeah. remembering the moment where he tasted weed for the first time and he found out that the weed also had heroin in yeah. it and I'm thinking my god and he was so disappointed in the person that introduced him to him, because that was the same person that taught him how to rap. So it was a gift and a curse. Yeah. He gave him the gift of rap, yeah. but also gave him the curse yeah. of drug abuse. How? So that means you've got to be... Did you the, see the, the the article where they put, you know, obviously the, the king mm. that passed away, obviously, yeah. and, and then, then they, they put, put DMX. DMX next to it. What did you think about I, the I, front page? I just put a comment there that, as, I, as far as I'm concerned, only one prince passed away. RIP oh, DMX. Why Facts. do you have to be that's like it. It. That's what I'm saying. No, but what do you think? Because the headline was like, okay, the other one has passed away, and then and no, yeah. he didn't say but dog. What, they said the troubled. Yeah, but troubled that, who had that, a drug addiction. That's what Listen. they were trying to say. But unfortunately, what they forgot was yes, the prince sadly passed away, and he's the prince uh, of England yeah. and a respectable man in England who had served for decades. Yeah. However, to people like us. DMX is equally a prince to me. He inspired me. Listen, Mm -hmm. you have to understand that 
I grew up in the 90s. Yeah. 90, listen, as far back as Nigeria, DMX was ringing in Adoikiti. Yeah. Yeah, Bro, I'm know. talking the bushes, man. Yeah. I'm talking into the... This guy was a hero in in corners that nobody would... Not even him would expect. Yeah. This guy inspired generations of young men and women yeah. with his music. He touched the world. He blessed the world. To them, he was troubled because his, his troubles were public. But we didn't know what the prince was getting up to for the last hundred okay, years. Okay, okay, fair enough. So why did they have... And the fact that they had the audacity to put, to put that it next together. To, okay, fair enough. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it was right that they put the pictures next to each other with different only headlines. One only one but, prince died to me. But I will say that... We need to start admitting Ask to ourselves when, when, okay. when. It, listen, if it's true, it's true. You, yeah, you cannot come and say he was troubled. Mm. He was troubled. He was a, an addict. He was troubled, and we're coming to say, yeah, but he was a role model. He no, was no, a role yeah. model that was troubled. He had issues, mm. and I think the sooner we're able to be like, okay, he's got drug. We need to stop celebrating people that are like. Come no, on, come guys. On. No, 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 okay. No, because no, then no. your kid... It, no. So when you don't no, no. have a problem, if you're celebrate, Okay, celebrate the good part about him. I don't have That's a problem with that. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, but I, acknowledge the fact that drugs is a real all, issue in our community. First of all, the minute we decided... His, his management, people allowed him to be an addict no, 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 and, no, and exploiting him. No, no, no. Oh, no. Let me, come let me on, explain. let's be honest. No, let's be honest now. Some of the management... Um, I, I, I listened to Kevin Lau's interview. I, I, I follow Steve Rifkin. Mm -hmm. I know people that have been part of his team who have had to do incredible things to keep this man functioning. Uh -huh. They have tried interventions with this man. I know he's been to rehab They many have times. taken him to rehab. He got so bad. He gave bad. his life to Jesus. We thank I, God no, for that no, one. he's always given his life to Jesus. Yeah. DMX always walked with God. No, but he, no, he, there was a time where he got born again and he even went on a 106 breakfast he club. Does and he does all like, those things. Yeah. But the thing is, he, there was also a time Swiss Beat said he actually felt more comfortable going to prison because he wouldn't get access to drugs there. So he came out of prison clean. Yeah, yeah. So prison also became a haven for him. Yeah. So he was battling so much and people had tried everything, interventions, they taking him to, you know, and, and Kevin Lau said something. Sometimes you can't save someone that doesn't want to be saved. That's true. I watched, the I watched a documentary with the great Clive Davis where he spoke about Whitney Houston. Mm. A lot of, you know, fans, we, oh, we were attacking Clive Davis. They exploited Whitney. They could see that she was finished, she was scrawny, she was doped out of her mind, and they kept on using her. But he sat her down and said, daughter, you need help. Mm. He paid for help. He took her to to the rehab. He did. But when she came out, she, she went, went back. back to it. Okay. So sometimes... So where do we find the balance? So this is the balance. Because, because it, as much as you say we've had conversation, yeah. you, a, a drug addict is not a same person, guys. Yes, we understand. Okay. He's, he's so going you it. cannot say, I, I but, paid for everything. But, okay, cool. They went to rehab for a bit and then you're still, they so, still in a contract. So what was... What, so, there needs to be like harsher. So, so like you is, should go to jail. So this <laughs> is what Kevin Lau said. That what you could say is, maybe we should have done more. Maybe we should have done more. 
maybe we should have tried to take him for the 10th time to rehab, mm-hmm. even though we did it nine times. Uh-huh. Maybe that extra one could have helped. Mm-hmm. However, it's not that we didn't try. DMX always had love. Everybody wanted to embrace. Buster Rhymes spoke about the, the intervention that they tried to go and get him. At. Everybody had tried. Mm-hmm. So my thing is this. Yes, DMX was, he had issues with drug addiction, which was public. Mm-hmm. Well documented over mm-hmm. 20 years. However, he was also one of the most incredible entertainers that hip-hop and the music world ever saw. Mm-hmm. So even though we can feel sad, disappointed, and heartbroken about his drug abuse and what ultimately led to his passing, but we can celebrate the great times that he gave us. Yeah. And the inspiration that he inspired. That. He didn't inspire me to use crack cocaine. That's but true, because you can you choose. But he inspired me to be energetic, to be forthright, to be a beast in this field. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm taking. So I'm going to celebrate that, and, I, and that's what I'm going to show my kids and say, yo, this is an example of someone who came from the bricks mm-hmm. and did something amazing with their lives. However, they f- also fell through, you know, they fell due to, the sad influence of drug abuse and drug use. So Uh to be able to get to your top and consistently hold it down at that level, Mm -hmm. you've got to stay clear of drug use and and, and drug abuse. So that's how we're going to introduce. But we're not going to say because he'd gone to jail so many times he was a drug abuser. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that because yes, you can celebrate. It's like nobody's perfect in this world. Yeah, nobody's perfect. We agree. We agree about that part. Mm. But I don't feel like when people are calling us out and saying, "Well, he was a troubled man." But those people. But those people. Wait. We need to call each other out, Ade. We need to call each other uh, each other out. Listen, (laughs) if you, I'm not gonna look at you and say and come to your event when I know you are a pedophile. Come on, like you know what I mean. I'm not gonna come. I'm not gonna keep coming because it. It's like I'm. I'm enabling you. All right. So I was watching a little documentary. I'm enabling you, not even encouraging. Enabling is different to encourage. All right. So I was watching a documentary, and I have a a, a lot of arguments with a couple of my friends that enable some of the Afrobeats entertainers, but that's a story for another day anyway. I was watching a documentary on the BBC about the late Prince, Mm -hmm. and during that documentary, they mentioned briefly that after he got married to the Queen, Mm -hmm. he went through a rough patch, where he didn't know what his position was. He was hanging out at nightclubs in London yeah. and hanging with celebrity women and all of that stuff. Because it's tough being in so, the royal family. Exactly. They briefed that out but, for yeah, us. Yeah. Just a little, just a little breeze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you and I know that it could have been it was terrible yeah. you know they showed him smoking and drinking with all sorts of celebrity women in yeah, there yeah. he might allegedly could have been running through a lot of people yeah, and doing yeah. all sorts of stuff but because the establishment was so powerful they kept that away from the world mm-hmm. so how don't we know that he was troubled too Okay, but you're compare you're comparing now. They, I don't they, I don't really care about the prince. Uh, I'm facts. talking about DMX right now. We this is to, our person that was saying what. Well, I get it. Oh, listen, we cannot keep saying oh other people can't call us out because they have dirt, but then we want change within our community. So we need to do something about it. What's the point? They uh, what do you expect the Queen and the British media to say about DMX? Honestly, what do you think they're gonna say hmm. about black person? Oh, come on like so 
um it's our responsibility to just to tell it let's tell the truth stop yeah. saying we're celebrating this and we're celeb like why are we doing that wrong is wrong guys r kelly is oh, no. is one of the reasons why yeah, and we all knew for years no, no, from no. when i was growing up as a kid no, but they said that no, no listen listen we all we knew all, no, we all heard no no. We all knew. No, we all heard. You seen the tape. I didn't. I could. I wasn't brave enough to watch it, man. I'm. I'm. Still we all like saw that. the tape. I, I just saw like he married Aaliyah at fifteen. Come I on. I wasn't there until I saw the documentary that confirmed that they actually signed. Docu- listen, we, you and I both know. Listen, they also said Michael Jackson was fiddling with kids. I ain't gonna take that. Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm not taking that. Okay, there's no, there's not much not, proof because even they in court, Michael, but R. Kelly, there was that. proof. So that's the problem. So in court, so yes. there was proof. All right, so there was proof about R. the Kelly. people who were around him should also go to jail because they knew. Yes, they should have gone to jail. R. Kelly and his camp that were doing all the nastiness that they did and protecting but him. But we were still him buying him. his music no, and still watching his films and no, still calling him a goal and know. still. A lot of us did. Mike, but the first. Are you knew? No, listen. Are they? I'm I'll not having that. Wait, you okay. knew. You me, knew. No, wait. Let me say something. I watched that documentary, Surviving. <laughs> I only watched first episode. When I, I watched, mean, first, when first I watched that documentary that night, I felt like jumping on a plane and looking for this brother and his friends. <laughs> if you watch that, do- I watched the whole thing one night. No, I like only watched six one hours because I was like, I can't take and this. And I was, I was shattered. Yeah. Like, what is this? And and that shows you. To the extent where a lot of people around the world, because of the amount of news that we're getting watered down, filtered, tweaked here, tweaked there, we don't know what to believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, there were allegations he had married Ali at 15. We heard that in the 90s. But we were back home in Nigeria. A lot of us didn't. We couldn't even well, believe I believed that. it. I heard it in South Africa. And we yes. knew that. We, it, every we, rapper, even in the industry, remember, knew. No, no, no. Like, not, not until the big fight. With Jay-Z, did we now say, all right, there's something going on. Until then, he was in videos with big backside women looking absolutely grown and stuff. So that was confusion for us. I'm looking at... But when when the... the, Yeah, he done that after his court case. After the court case, he, he... peed on a, a little girl yeah, on man. video and it was in court it's, they showed it in court and we st- I, I and we made jokes about it. it it was in films yes, yes. it was like people made jokes about it no, boondogs is a famous animation i know come on but i'll be honest we with knew. you i'll be honest with you I we think, knew yes, are they yeah, I, I agree don't but, say when no, you came here to no, the uk no, 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 after you left no, nigeria and you came here all no, those jokes you knew before the documentary came out what i wanted to say with the jokes is first of all the climate <laughs> over 20 years ago where people were allowed to say atrocious things mm-hmm. and we were laughing and giggling at them, mm-hmm. you know, it was shameful. If you look back at some of those jokes, yeah. they're terrible. Yeah. But I watched a, 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 an interview of the Lucas Brothers uh, over the weekend at, on Breakfast Club where they spoke about, you know, change. Yeah. That when we do get to certain points when you have to change your material and understand that certain things can be said, everybody has to learn. Those people making the jokes and mm-hmm. those people taking in the jokes. Yeah. The people that write those jokes are thinking about you and me. If they didn't know that, if they thought we weren't going to find it funny, they would never say it. But at those times, everybody was giggling. 
Chris Rock. But but remember, you know, let me let me remind you, Chris Rock. No, but comedians educate people but through forget, jokes. No, but forget that. No, no, yes, no, no. Do. Let's 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 Wait. be honest because they highlight the things that people are shy to talk about and Z- they highlight Z- them Zimita. and they 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 try to make you think Zimita. about it. Let me give you a joke. Chris Rock during the Oscar awards that he hosted mm-hmm. was talking about sitting celebrities next to each other. Yeah. And he said, oh, let's just make sure that if we have maybe Taylor Swift, don't see her right next to R. Kelly. And everybody started laughing. That was not supposed to be funny. He was talking about some real stuff. Yeah. You know, so, but at that time, it, even though some people were like, ooh, I felt a little uncomfortable, people laughed at it. Nowadays, if he did that today, yeah, he'd be, be locked up. His career. Well, be he'd done. have to apologize 10 times, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So things change. And and with that, yes. But me, I'm tired of apologies. I'm tired of the politically correctness on telly. Guys, we need to call each other up. Be the change you want to see in the world. You cannot say you are an influencer, you are an ambassador, you are this, you are that. And yes, we love... You have to call a spade a spade. He was a troubled man. He went and had 17 kids with different women. 15. 17 no no 17 was, was no 15 15 was is the, authentic 17 was the okay line. cool 17 15, 15 yeah. we don't even know seth yeah, yeah, to be honest yeah. yeah all these women that he was with like come on you are enabling him yeah. you're going there thinking you're gonna get money you have a kid for him all these like come on his master like everybody was enabling him even though we wished for him not to go that way yes. like we of course he was a super talented man and you know, I think he had more... 50 is very yeah, young. Too young. 50 is very Whitney, young for someone to Prince, die. Elvis. So know. I think... I think the entertainment industry needs to be a little bit tougher. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like tough, like... they We need to not tolerate nonsense. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, these are the people that are influencing the next generation. Absolutely. Well said. Well, staying in the United States of America, where this week's news, uh, Week magazine revealed a peep slate, I think it's peep slate poll, on whether Americans would like to see Dwayne The Rock Johnson run for president of the United States of America. And 46% of the people polled said yes. Mm-hmm. At least 46% of Americans would support a presidential run from Dwayne The Rock Johnson, according to the new poll. The actor and former professional wrestler has entered uh, that, that he could be a, a 2024 candidate for several years. Now, a poll released on Tuesday suggests that nearly half of all U.S. adults would support his candidacy. The poll found that 29% would support campaigns by both Johnson for president, actor Matthew McConaughey for Texas governorship, and with another 17% supporting Johnson's run only. Now, in addition to Johnson, the poll also... uh, asked respondents to weigh in on whether a number of other celebrities should run for president. A presidential run from Angelina Jolie had the support of 30%, uh, while 27% supported Oprah Winfrey, and uh, another 22% supported Tom Hanks. A combined 63% said that Hollywood stars would make good politicians if they had political aptitude or the right team in place. Now, the poll was conducted online among 30,000 adults between April 2nd and the 4th of April. No margin of error was listed. It must be said that Dwayne Johnson has said in two popular interviews with the late night Stephen Colbert 
and Daytime's Ellen DeGeneres that he would consider running for president in 2024 or 2028. But before then, he still has lots to do first and he needs training on policy before stepping into the fray. Yeah. One of the most popular figures in the world Dwayne, right yeah. now is The Dwayne Rock. The Rock. <laughs> Can you swim? <laughs> he was my favorite wrestler when I was younger. Like, I used to watch WWE in South Africa. Everybody <laughs> enjoyed WWE. One of, he did one of the hardest things ever to transition from WWE wrestling to into the acting, acting. world. Mm. Um, they, you know, another person that has actually been successful in recent times is John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. Um, but a lot of them, over the last 20 years, even Hulk Hogan, over the last 30 years, yeah. they tried the Hollywood yeah. thing, but they never really cracked it well. Some reason, Dwayne Johnson has done it well. What has he done? Oh, it's, it's definitely his family and the hustle. Mm. I think if you hear his story as well, like um, in the... But I don't think he should... Okay. <laughs> yeah, like um I th let me say okay because of his background and everything he's a very humble guy, yeah. you know. Um you know, I think anyone is capable of doing anything if they put their mind to it. Facts. I will point it out and I do believe it's the influence of, you know, people like Donald Trump yeah. and Kanye West we come in. You know, because they don't come from a political background. Oh, yeah. So I think it's made other people be, like, more aware that other people can be president mm. or you can become president. I mean, look at the boy that um, is running for the London mayor. He's yeah, a YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's I, on the ballot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, but I feel like we need people with experience. I think... Uh, maybe a coalition can happen, but I don't see him running for president. I'm Remember, not gonna um, one of the most popular presidents in the United States of America is Ronald Reagan, who was an accomplished actor at the time when he became governor of his state and mm -hmm. ultimately became president. Yeah. Uh, a wrestler from WWE. Yeah, also, Jesse Body Ventura was also a governor yeah. in, in the state. So in America, what has... What the last 30 plus years or 40 years have shown us is uh, running for a, an elected office uh, is a popularity contest. Whoever turns out to be the more popular yeah, ultimately get gets closer to the seat than a career politician coming from the stake somewhere. Yeah. And Donald Trump also proved that completely mm -hmm. haven't been seen as a boss firing people on the apprentice in america mm -hmm. there was a section of the americans that believed that he had what it took mm -hmm. to run the country and they gave him that opportunity for four straight years yeah the biggest job in the world mm -hmm. and Dwayne the johnson now has I, I believe his social media following he's now maybe the mo one of the most followed men in the United States of America across Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Yeah. He is one of the most successful movie actors in the United States of America. Mm -hmm. He also has a production company that's doing game shows. Amazing, yeah. It's such a success that everything is on everything is running on a thousand right but now. But would you would you be okay with him being uh, the president of the United States of America. Yeah. I'll be okay with somebody that cares about the community, cares about the people, who has um, the knowledge of how to run an organization. Mm -hmm. And for me... A country is an organization. He takes the box. 
He runs a success. A I don't know. I'd, I'd have to see a little bit more. Seven bucks. Seven bucks is his production company. Every movie you've seen Dwayne Johnson in in the last 10 years, okay. he's been produced that's, by him. That's great and everything, but I would still like to see him in politics and see what he's capable of. You that's know? where policy I comes won't into just, play. I won't just give it away just Facts. because he's popular. I mean, I could be popular, but yeah. that doesn't mean that I want to be president. In but the- it also shows that apart from experience, one of the other important characteristics of a successful popular uh, uh, po- uh, politician is likability factor yeah likability is yeah and because this man is swimming in it right but likability doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to bring change hmm. obama was liked did he bring change not much hmm. he he couldn't anyway because i His mean hands were tight yeah he couldn't um you know a lot of people this people might hate me for saying this but Trump being president exposed a lot about America that wasn't exposed when Obama was there or any previous president was oh, there. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so no, 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 I, no, I, I, I feel like I feel like a lot, even though a lot of bad things are happening in, in, in America and stuff, it was stuff that was happening behind the scenes anyway. It's yeah. just that we never really knew about it. Yeah. And of course, because of social media, everything is like, heightened now yeah you yeah. know everything is so easily accessed people are exposing policemen all these things but i feel like i feel like um donald trump being president you know even though people didn't like him it allowed there was people- a lot of change that came because or, or is coming because yeah. of people who you know who are like him yeah that I don't know. A lot of things got exposed. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I think that's a good thing for America, actually. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Um, I think... Because yeah, some, some people felt that uh, Obama becoming president was a symbol to show that America was finally turning the tide. However, um, it was the opposite. Yeah. Obama becoming president also gave the negatives within the United States of America to rear their ugly head. Yeah. And during the presidency of Donald Trump, um, they eventually had more confidence to show who they were. Yeah. What now happened with that is it backfired and inspired the great out of America yeah. to stand up. You know the 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 the, the uh, what's it called Black Lives Matter, the 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 women movement, the you know all of that Times Up movement and all of those stuffs yeah. came up doing the presidency of Donald Trump and ultimately swept the likes of Joe Biden into power. Yeah. Sadly, he's only been in power for about four months. We've had multiple, you know, Deaths. gun killings yeah. and all of that with police officers also yeah. engaging in some of these stuff. So it's, still it's extremely, there. I think it's extremely, being a president is extremely different because people think just because you're the face of something, you can just change, you can just change things. And it's extremely hard. I'll use a Jacob Zuma, for example, from mm. my country. You know, a lot of people think that he ran ANC, which is the government yes, that, yeah. but he doesn't run anything. They just made him the face. Mm. He's not even educated. But one of the biggest problems <laughs> is this. Um, I understand what you said. But it's also an excuse for failed leaders to say, I couldn't do anything, you know. My hands were tied. The hell did we employ you for then? If you knew you weren't going to be able to do nothing, you couldn't influence changes that would affect the common man or common woman, then why the hell did you apply for that job? 
Don't just put your hands up after wasting eight years of because our life. Because when you when you find out about policies and but you need you people, wait, you, you need people. Even you being a president doesn't mean you can change everything. You know there are seats in government. There's policies that you have to follow, and that's no, even if game, even if you want, even if you. That's why Obama couldn't change a lot of things However, that we, we wanted to Donald change. Donald Trump could veto things. That's the difference. Because Obama he had wanted, money. No, money talks. Obama money. wanted to follow the policy and follow institution. Let's vote. Oh, they voted against Obamacare, so we couldn't do nothing. But Donald Trump also said, I'm also the president of the United States of America. I've got the power of veto. And I'm going to veto your behinds, whether you vote against me or not. And nobody could do nothing. So that also showed lapses that other he was presidents... bold. He's a bold president. Exactly. So that's what like, we want. You, you kind of have to like some, some aspects you of... You have to like a bold person who worked in favor of his own base. Unfortunately, the base was not the popular base in America. So what we want everywhere in the world, Nigeria, South Africa, Ghana, wherever it is you're from, is that a president that steps in works in favor of his own base. The people that em that really cried for the change and asked for you to be president wanted you to That's do something That's nice and everything, but you life. know there's corruption in Africa. Like, oh, stop God, it. Oh, God, please, man. You, ah, a president cannot change everything in Africa. A president cannot change everything. All these politicians who are chopping money, come on, a president cannot come so in. So are we going to do? They will kill him. So are we going to wait for... Do, so wait. do we... Do, oh, the, the, so, the, the, the people well, who are... Run, like I said, Jacob Zuma was just the face, okay, while people are doing their rubbish behind the scenes. So really and truly, the people you should be holding accountable are are are, are the politicians who have seats. Yeah, those are the people... Listen, there's corruption or... Uh, there's deep corruption. I know, man. It's just heartbreaking, <laughs> yeah, I swear. Yeah, I know. It's heartbreaking. It Since is. You, you mentioned your beloved South Africa. We're going over to South Africa now where the world woke up to the shocking and very sad news that newly engaged fiancé of superstar rapper AKA had passed on after falling from the 10th floor balcony of a five-star hotel in Cape Town. Reports have it that 22-year-old Nelly Tembe who was in Cape Town to support her fiancé, a.k.a., who had a few performances lined up on the Saturday, fell to her death naked in the early hours of the Sunday morning. Emergency officials rushed to the, to the scene and were said to be treating her until her condition deteriorated and she was sadly pronounced dead at the scene. Social media went into a frenzy with celebrities and personalities sharing their condolences after the families of both the Forbes and Tempe issued a joint statement confirming Nelly's death and the state of the inconsolable AKA and asking everybody for privacy for the family to grieve at this terrible time. Yeah. Now, Nelly's siblings said in a statement that bringing her body back home for a burial was the hardest thing they have ever done as they celebrated the life of the 22-year-old at a memorial attended by close family and friends, including her fiancé, AKA. Reports also claim that further investigations are being carried out to determine what really happened that fateful night. What we do know is this. One of the most shocking stories on the continent with rap superstar, a.k.a. family friends and fans are devastated of the, uh, on the events that happened at the events that happened last Sunday. Yeah. 
I have to specifically say here from the Afrobeats podcast uh, in the UK that our condolences uh, to the family, goes out to the family of the Forbes and, and, and Tembe because AKA um, spoke to me about a month ago now. We caught up um, for about an hour. We spoke about his newfound energy, the success with his vodka line, mm -hmm. his partnership with the nightclub, um, you know, the success he's had with his TV show, The Bride Show. We talked about his brand new album, the videos coming out. You know, he was in absolutely buoyant form. Yeah. And coming off of that, uh, we also spoke here uh, on the Afrobeats podcast about his uh, engagement to Nelly and the fact that he had said on Twitter that how much did a cow cost? You know, making a reference to Lobola, yeah. where he had gone to Lobola. Pay... Yeah. I, I like the fact that you said nah, that. We Lobola, to... yes. Yeah. He had gone to pay respects to Nelly's family and yeah. done the rights. It's really sad. I'll be honest with you. When... 22 years old, you just <sighs> finished university. Do you know that? Yes. Your parents' blood, sweat. This is when your life is about to take off. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's extremely sad. I was... I, I was shocked. I was stunned. Like, I was I shocked. Had family members kind of checking on me because I was so heartbroken for, for AK. them. Yeah. Because like, they're just about to start. They just paid what, bridal payment. They, You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just lit right now. When the news broke, I went straight to AK's Insta story. And guess and what? The videos were there of both of them partying the, the night, night before. before. Oh, yeah. That's the one that... That one there, yeah. That just completely threw me. Yeah, out. he's he was in complete shock. I can I can report on this now because it's out because yeah. the funeral or the memorial, the memorial service was a has of days ago. Yeah, yeah has happened already, and um you know people were speculating you know was she you know Pushed, killed herself de de depression yeah. or yeah. anything like that but he pointed out that actually none of that she his child wasn't depressed or anything like that there was allegations uh, was that just, she had attempted uh, suicide, suicide yeah past. he said that's that's all lies yeah okay. so he said the only reason why she passed away is because of drugs and alcohol that's it that's what confirmed he said. it now yeah that's what the, the, the dad yeah wow. that what it was said at the funeral because i think he wanted to put to Mm. You know, because they the family is actually a great family. Successful, you know? yeah, the yeah. multi-millionaire father. Yeah, successful. Father. So he just wanted to like put to bed anything that has to do with like mental health, suicide. Mm. You know, you know, murder or anything like that. It is because yeah, it's drugs and alcohol. Because they had like there were videos in AKA's story the night before they were having a great yeah time, a great time yeah partying, eating, shopping yeah you know dancing and. Hours, everybody woke up and it was like R.I.P. Yeah. You know, I do want to say, like, we need to be very sensitive, especially when it comes to death of people. Mm. Because, you know, just because we're fans of people doesn't mean we have the right to just share your opinion and say, mm. oh, I think it's this. Oh, yeah, definitely this. What was she doing naked? Or what were they doing at the balcony? Like, I hate that. Mm. Especially when someone has just passed away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It really hurts at the time and yeah. everybody's just speculating and reports and all. If that was your mom or mm. your sister or do you think you'd like it if people mm. speculated like mm. it's not nice. Especially if you know like that was a tough death. 
the 10th floor yeah that was just the that was most like, random thing you could ever think yeah. an accident maybe is a bit easier to take in yeah. do you know what i mean someone just falling out of the building it's yeah. it's a bit it's, uh it was really, tough man yeah. and i'm just thinking now you know to i don't know how aka is gonna, gonna yeah. that's the that was the question because especially knowing how excited he was about this married. relationship yeah. about his engagement about the future, um, you know, Nelly herself had posted a, a picture of her engagement ring on yeah. Instagram saying to the haters that you thought he would never last. And guess yeah. what? We're walking down the aisle type of thing. Yeah. You know, both families, both the couple, they spent Easter together. Mm. You know, their content out there. How... I think I think at the moment I think especially in South Africa because the media is going crazy there because he's the biggest star and 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 but we need to respect people as fans guys we need to respect people like okay yes I know he put his life out all his love life Mm. has been out there he did his baby mama Mm. You know, he dated Bonang M, yeah, you know, Bonang. he's known to be crazy sometimes yeah. on social media and stuff yeah. like that. But death, just put yourself in your in, in his shoes. Can you imagine the love of your I've I've been in a situation where one of my close friends committed suicide and mm. I was devastated. Mm. Cause I spoke to him the, the, the night before. No way. Do you know what I mean? And I was so devastated, and you had like no hit, nothing. Yeah. So can you imagine you with uh, I don't, I'm not quite sure if he was there at mm. the hotel. I think people are saying he was there, yeah. you know, at the hotel. Mm. Um, but can you? Okay, two scenarios. If he was there, mm. that would can you? Me. Do you know how shocking that is? That's that, 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 that. I don't know who told me this, but someone said AKA was screaming. No, they, apparently they said that they there was a security guard allegedly that said that they you know they can hear loud noises. Yeah, he had to go to the hospital. They said AKA had to go to the hospital because he wasn't okay. Do you know Gosh, what I mean? Man. Come on, can you imagine no, you are sitting no, with me here? No, I no. say I'm going outside for a cigarette, no, it, no. and then you hear me go, no, no, and then you see me dead. That's the that's, that's the difficult it. thing. You know, everybody's just that was hard. Everybody, I don't care what celebrity you are. Yeah. I don't care how much money you have. Like yeah. that is hard. Yeah, again, but it goes back to what we were talking about: yes. drugs. And alcohol. The father said so. Yeah. Drugs and drugs and alcohol, guys. We really need to be vigilant amongst each other. We've made it so cool that we it's like we forget that there's consequences that come after it. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? We made it so cool. Like, you could die, you know, after you take cocaine. You could die instantly after you take heroin, you know. Hmm. You could die same time. Hmm. Um, What are those things called? The balloons that people those are people just enjoying people, Those anyhow. balloons that, that people are just popping in. I've been, I've seen parties. Yeah. And I've seen, like, people do that. Like, I'm, I'm flabbergasted <laughs> when I see people. Because I'm shocked. Because I mean, it's know, not I, illegal. I grew, up, I grew up in an era where, you know, Anybody that uses drugs when we were growing up, it was yeah, yeah, uh, like, yeah. even weed. Yeah. It was it's like weed. You are doing drugs. No, you've lost your children. mind. No, no, no. When we were growing up, anybody that smoked weed had lost their mind. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. It's a big deal. But now weed is like starter pack. <laughs> nah, man. R.I.P. to to to. Rip, man. Chumby. Rest in peace. Yeah, I really true. hope that um um you know 
I really hope the people who are, are surrounding him right mm. now, business-wise or anything like that, I really hope they support him mm. um, because I think it's a difficult time for him right mm. now. Regardless of any mistakes that he's made in the past or anything like that, I don't think anybody, you know, it's a traumatizing thing anyway. Absolutely. So I don't feel like, I think people should give them, the give him his heal. space. Yeah. But, but at the same time, bad situations, I can't, I look forward to his music. Huh. God, that's deep, man. Anyway, we go over to Nigeria where controversial singer and former YBNL artist Tammy Ovasa uh -huh. claimed that pedophilia was on the rise in Nigeria and every family had one. The singer said this on Twitter as she shared her thoughts, and I quote, there are many pedophiles in Nigeria. We're not addressing it as we should, and it's stressing my brain out. Every family has one. Almost every Nigerian woman I've met has been sexually harassed slash abused by an uncle. Where are these uncles? In their homes? Head of the house? What do you expect from a country where it's legal to marry children in some parts? That grown man with a younger wife and a baby, they had uh, a baby they had when she was obviously a minor. Uh -huh. You know him? Yeah. I know a lot of them too. Keep pretending it's not happening right under your noses. Well, this is a problem across Africa and the world. I would like to hear your thoughts but about this. But in Nigeria, this. I'll be honest with you, when she put that statement out, she's not far from the truth. I believe... She's telling facts. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. There's I, no I believe, even alleged in that I statement. Believe, I believe that growing up, we have seen shifty uncles. We have seen men that have, you know, that have been allowed to do, hate, commit heinous crimes. And because of the culture, a lot of the people had to keep quiet. I've even heard young girls say their mother told them to keep quiet after they told their mother that an uncle or a cousin had sexually harassed or assaulted them. You know, we have allowed such people to continue these crimes within our family spaces. Maybe it is time. Not maybe. It is time. Not even we, maybe it is time. No, it is time that not only... Do we speak about these issues publicly? But we also finger point some of these men and say, yo, your time's up, my brother. You know what I mean? You know, regardless of what family ties that you have to one of these, these this is a massive, massive problem in, in, in Africa and, of course, Nigeria. Because of social media platforms like Instablog, Niger, Tundi, Ednot, and Stoko, they now show every single day a grown-up is being arrested for assaulting a young child. Not, not a young lady, a young child. And the reason why it's now becoming prevalent to us is just because social media reveals it. It's been there in the background where nobody was talking about it. Mm -hmm. So someone like Tammy Ovasa speaking out about this, Yes, everybody, especially men, everybody needs to say Everybody yep. needs to be held accountable. accountable. Anyone who has... Um, heard that an uncle has done something and didn't say anything about it. You know, you know that you uncle so and so is known, and you didn't say anything about it because you're scared that your family is gonna shun you. Listen, I feel like all all you people should go to hell. It did because you cannot you cannot tell me that you are okay or you are too scared to 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 give a voice to a minor. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when a mind, do you know how much courage it takes Especially for now? you to go and tell your mom something when you thing. know something wrong has happened to you, and then your mom says, "Don't say anything about it." God damn it! Do you know in in African culture, it's really sad because like 
we just need to hold ourselves accountable mm. we like blaming you know our history and slavery and all these things um on a lot of things that happen to us but we do a lot of things to ourselves as well mm. forgetting that we have a choice in that as well mm. when you decide to do something wrong you have a choice mm. when somebody puts a gun to your head you have a choice mm. there it's mm. either you run or you scream mm. or you keep quiet mm. do you know what i mean mm. like you still have a choice whatever you decide to do so like I know a lot of people excuse like pedophiles or excuse. you know they excuse it's it's yeah, wrong. Absolutely. When I was when I was younger, I knew many kids that got abused. I think mm. I mentioned this yes. last time. Yeah. I knew many kids that got abused by their their parents, spouse, the or the stepdad, the yeah. older brother, the cousins. <clears throat> when I was growing up there were and it starts from like a a really young age, unfortunately. Mm. And a lot of people will come out later in life to say they were sexually abused by mm. a cousin or I think let me just even say three times me almost mm. me getting abused almost it's just mm. as a kid i had a big mouth so and one uh, i think i was like 11 years old a nigerian man who was a <clears throat> yeah who be. was a friend sorry sorry yeah, but missing, he was yeah. a he was a he was he was a friend of my sister's boyfriend mm. you know and they ended up moving to the same complex as us and um you know one of them actually married uh one of like my adopted sisters yeah. as well so i just you know i used to like grown-ups yeah, you, you know what i mean because of the conversation and you know playing stuff. you know me i yeah. like people who like yeah. to play outside yeah. Yeah. so he just always had that energy and i thought oh yeah this is cool i think even he was there looking for papers you know the hustle mm. you know and then one day i remember like I don't know. I, I don't know why I had a Bible like mm. in front of me and he was sitting on the floor and I was and then he asked me, would you like to give me a kiss? And I said, 11. And I said, huh? And he said, would you like to kiss, give me a kiss on the lips? And Big man. I just stood up right there and there and I went to my sisters and I said, he said, should I give him a kiss? <laughs> Thank God for His that. His friends, they beat him up. They beat him up. Like, they beat him up and we called the cops. He went back to Nigeria, first flight. So, but there's other people as well. Like, you know, when I was growing up, when I was five years old, you know, you know, family friends, mm. you know, we like playing outside, yeah. you know, um, a, a family friend can come and pick you up and say, oh, I'm taking the yeah, kids yeah, to go yeah. to the oh, shop and no. this, that, that. But sometimes I think it crosses their mind. There was a man that used to do that with me because I used to be from the suburbs. Yeah. So I used to go visit like my auntie's house that lived in mm. like, you know, the mm. ghetto or whatever. And so I had this person, everybody always liked me because I spoke English fluently. Mm. So they used to be like, oh, this kid, this kid. And they used to like buy me sweets. Mm. And the guy yes. one day as well also tried. <laughs> and I, I told on him and he, he got in trouble as well. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, but, a, it's a, yeah, it's a terrible thing. Do you know how many kids I went to court when I was younger because a, a, a child, that I, I just started, witness. As, a, as a kid, I just started asking ki other kids like, What's happening? Who, who's being touched inappropriately or who's this or who's that? White people, black people, same WhatsApp group. It's, a, it's to be honest with you. It's we need to call them out. We need to they? call them out. I completely agree with Tammy. They need to go um, to prison. This going to prison for two years for rape is nonsense. Uh, you know what I mean? Going on probation and you go to, to the cell for, for one day, you're out. And then you're going to the same neighborhood to go and abuse other people. <laughs> now, that's where the policies need to change. That's where we want leaders that can actually do something and start stop saying that my hands are tied. Yeah. These are the problems that we're facing in the society that have 
you know, wrecked families, ruined human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, have you know, people have committed suicide. People yeah. have turned to drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. People have been emotionally damaged for life. Yeah, that some of them. It's not something be able that to, never leaves that you. That they might never be able to recover. Even the from. attempted is is something that never shock. leaves you. So you know, as a child, to, I, I I agree with Tammy Avasa, and I think it's time for us to speak up, speak out. And, and protect the young ones and send I think men need to criminals. call each other out as well. Yeah, and send men, the criminals to prison. Especially basically. you men are supposed to t- talk to each other a lot about it. I agree. It. I when agree. you see so, when you look at a kid and, and you're seeing this girl, you don't even know if she's the right age. Just Just leave it alone. <laughs> Trust me. Just leave Trust it. Trust me, I agree with you. I agree with you. Now staying in Nigeria where popular actress Naji Charity shared her interesting yet unpopular thoughts on Twitter about men who demand sex on first date. Mm. The actress felt there was a better way to deal with guys like these, and he uh, and uh, her, her thoughts were, and I quote, he's not dating you. He's not your husband. He doesn't intend to marry you. And on the first night, he wants sex. Bill him. <laughs> Bill him. <more. laughs> that might be the last time he will ever want to see you. No talk say, I no tell you. End quote. <laughs> if he asks for sex on the first date, ask for money in return. Listen, before I came here, a man said he's interested in me. Yeah. I said, oh, <laughs> you have to give a deposit in case you waste my time. <laughs> That's what, what I said. What's, what's the deposit? So what cost? How would you gauge the, what's the price of oh, the deposit? Oh, it depends. It's just, a, a <laughs> deposit is just a hello, hi. You know when you're stopping someone on the street and you're like, hey, madame, listen, that's time. Me stopping there is time. Do you understand? We are tired of you men. Ade, we are tired of you men. You people take the mic. Don't lie. Don't lie. Because there's been times where you probably like to go and you, you, you fed her rubbish just to yeah. get her into bed and disappear after. You cannot let lie. Me, let me think about that. Let me think about that. You cannot lie. Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm going to have to say, I, I'll take the Fifth Amendment on this yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. My right to remain silent. Exactly. Because anything I say might be used against me in the exactly. court of law. But I'll be honest with you. Even women have taken advantage of us too. Because y'all take advantage of us. What are you talking about? Y'all take advantage of us. There's no, there's nothing worse, yeah, than going (laughs) for a normal, like, let's say people say, oh, your standards are too high, your standard, and then you drop your standards. And then you you go for some normal, yeah, yeah, normal, nothing to write home about, man. And then he he goes off. He takes the mic. That hurts more. <laughs> that hurt you listen. That I'm not gonna lie. It does. It hurts more. It hurts more. Is it? It hurts more. It hurts more. I've dropped my standards. You start looking at yourself like, am I okay? <laughs> Let me just check in the mirror. Am I? Is there something? Isn't? Is it written on my forehead that I? I'm a clown. <laughs> that I belong in the bin or something. <laughs> Trust me. Is it? Listen. Bill him. Bill him. Bill him. <laughs> Dates are not enough. You people have been enjoying this COVID. COVID's been great I, for I, some people. Listen, you people amazing. have been enjoying this COVID. You haven't been taking anyone on dates. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. No hotels. There's nowhere to go. You know? 
it's only it's only if you have like side things or whatever yeah. where yeah. okay you have to stay with your wife and be faithful yeah. for once hallelujah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and be faithful for once okay there's nobody to go you don't want to go pick you, up covid from the streets no not even just COVID. you think you people are scared of covid <laughs> you think married men are scared of COVID? Yeah, they could die. No, there's no way they can take you to because there's no hotels that are available okay, now. Okay, yeah. No Do you hotels, get me? Yeah. So you have no choice but to stay with your wife. <laughs> and it's besides, tough. everybody's home now. So you, you, if you go, where you going? God you don't. You, you can't say, oh, I'm going to my. <laughs> My concubine. You see. Bill him. Hi. Men, men, you guys are, why are you going to take me on a date? And I think, okay, it's, it's going to go somewhere. And you ask me for sex on the first day. It, it might be your thing. He don't, he doesn't know maybe, you know, that's your thing. Some people might be up for it. Yeah, it's okay if it's, but still, like, you know, I'll give another example. <laughs> we went to a barbecue, yeah? yeah? Your people, of course. Oh, man. <laughs> She loves Nigeria, man. No man, no yeah. man's game was so weak. Yeah, <laughs> he moved to all three girls. We all friends. Yeah, Damn we it. went. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, we all left. She said, "Oh, I'm gonna invite you to a barbecue." We said, "Okay, cool." You know, we're like, yeah. "Okay, cool," because we need motives. Like, yeah. it's been it's locked dry. down. We it's just dry. wanna it's like, yeah. and then. <clears throat> He tried the first Kenyan girl with the biggest butt, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> flunked. <laughs> Obviously. Went to my friend. Yeah. Flunked. Then he came to me last. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so So you had an issue with the fact that he came no, to me last. No, not even that he yeah. came to me last. But the fact that you, you've tried all three women. You're dumb enough not to think that we've all Your spoken friends. to each other. Yeah. That's That was stupid. That was mistake number one. So he's already off the, the check. And do you know what? The sad part about it is that he's like a them shy, nerdy mm, guys. Mm, mm. So you're trying to act like a playboy. And you're still flunking and uh, you're just falling flat on your face then he tried all three and then he started calling them oh they're not serious they're not what what because you're inviting them to your house why are you are you mad do you know who we are well anyway we're gonna go over to ghana but Bill I'm him, gonna... would you would would you would you allow to i mean come on you, you, you nigerian men naturally want to take care of women so it's Facts. like you guys have that unlock here yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean. but I'm still like billing why 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 do you guys why do you guys feel like you can ask women let's let's have a serious conversation well, like to be honest with you man i i i never i didn't grow up with kind of asking for sex on the first date or trying to get with a girl on the first date I, grew I mean, up, you listen. guys used to move to a girl for months, that, persistence. Yeah, and, that's where you know we came. I mean? We like that. Yeah, I that's, like listen, that. It's called, it's called chaps. C H A P S. I think you posted something and said. I think you posted something. Pressure. What's it called? You posted something was like um uh moving a girl from the chair to the bed was a serious. Was a big move. job. I'm telling you. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Listen, when I was growing up, that was something people you. You know, you yeah. get a standing ovation for that. Yeah. Like, yo, if she came to your house and she left the couch and came to the bed, yeah. good boy, you, you listen, you've done well. Yeah. Because every a lot of does that mean I feel like maybe you guys appreciated women then more we just, because we, we, it's extremely you know, hard nowadays. When now I, it's easy. You, you go in the DM, the, boom, when I you're on a date. To the UK and I found out that listen. Girls actually were the ones that told you that she was feeling you. I'm like, really? 
I came from a place yeah, now where you feel like you're the catch, so I now you're came acting up. From a place where she is absolutely in love with you, but you're still gonna chase it for seven months. But she's in love with you. Her friends tell oh, you yeah, yeah. she thinks about you all the time. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. still boots on ground, yeah, sending messages, speaking the sp- listen, it's tough. So when I came here and I'm seeing girls say, Listen, she walks up to you and tells your friend that you know your friend, I like him. Tell him I like him. Me? <laughs> oh, I don't need to say nothing. I just need to turn up. Oh my God. It's party time. Straight away, DMX music. <laughs> dun, bun, dun, bun, bun, bun. Stop. <laughs> Turn him down. No, no, no. Oh, no. But, but are, they, are you telling me then that, that it's like. It's easy. Well, here. because it's. Okay, cool. It's so easier, it's bro. easy. So oh. you guys don't rate us because it's easy. We rate. Because when we try to be difficult as well. No, 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 no. no honestly, no. we need advice no, now. We rate. All right. We rate because it's straightforward. But again. I say this to a lot of my female friends. A man usually knows what he's looking for. Mm -hmm. And most of the time, we have a specific type, you know, in our mind. In your mind, yeah. Somebody that you believe is almost ready for, you know, that next level up. Yeah. However, you as a man have to be ready. If I'm not ready for a serious relationship and she presents herself at that time, yeah, she's ready for marriage, she wants to have kids, whatever, I'm wrong. Like, I wake up the next morning, I'm like, bro, I get on crazy. She <laughs> says she's the final. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm out of here. But that's the thing. So a man, most of the time, unfortunately, because women are so intelligent, they mature a lot quicker because. than guys, mm-hmm. you are always going to be dealing with a guy that's still coming up trying to be what about the ones who will be moving to you today and then two weeks later you find out they get married and this or you've been dating them for two years and then uh, <coughs> and then the next thing over to ghana where this what <laughs> listen that one i listen that one because you people listen. are really good at this game yeah, like we need some pointers listen, like I, that one's tough i ain't gonna lie you know a lot of men have, have been guilty. You'll be there. You'll be. He'll be calling every day, seeing. Every, you won't see no signs at all. And then two weeks later, or randomly, it will only be God as well. <laughs> Who just so uh, that, that won't stop. You guys need to stop taking the make out of us. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Like stop, stop doing it to us. That's why we need to start billing you. We're going. It's <laughs> women. Bill him because he might waste your time. Bill him. 250 pounds is the starter pack. <laughs> well, over to Ghana. We're almost rounded up. Over to Ghana, where this week the president Nana Kufuado and Twitter founder and Jack CEO uh, and CEO Jack Dorsey announced via Twitter that the social media platform had opened its first headquarters and continent headquarters in Ghana. Twitter has officially announced its decision to base its African headquarters in Ghana. The social media company is already looking to fill 12 positions in the West African country, but will hold off on opening a physical office until the COVID-19 pandemic subsides. Now, the announcement comes just a week after Twitter's CEO, Jack Dorsey, held a virtual meeting with Ghana's president, Anna Kufuado. And, and, and in quote, they said, the choice of Ghana as HQ for Twitter's Africa uh, operations is excellent news. Um, wait, where am I? He said, is excellent news in response to Dorsey's announcement on Monday. Now, Dorsey in 2019 traveled through Africa with stops in Ghana, Nigeria, Ethiopia, to name a few with plans to, leave on the continent, to live on the continent for up to six months 
in 2020 before the pandemic changed its plans. Mm -hmm. However, the plans for the HQ remained. On why Ghana was chosen as the company's African headquarters, Twitter explained that the country was a firm supporter of free speech, online freedom, and the open internet. Additionally, Ghana's recent appointment to host the Secretariat of the African Con uh, Continental Free Trade Area mm -hmm. allows Twitter to establish a presence in the region. This is just another example of Ghana completely Ghana beating is everybody getting... black and blue in Africa. Ghana, I, I think I, my husband is even in Ghana at this rate. Because Ghana is just enjoyment. They're beating everybody black and blue. They've been like, successful with tourism. They are now completely smashing investments, it with real estate. Like it's going it's crazy. Going. And, and what does what this means is that since Twitter has made the first step of announcing a continental headquarters, other companies are following. All the other tech companies mm -hmm. are coming there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But mm. you know, doesn't it make you a little bit scared? Because you know, like. Um, you know when you know why people bring in money to a mm. country, they start taking over and saying, "Hmm, this is really cool. This is really cool." And then the next thing, South Africa. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, you won't be able to do that. No, no. In Ghana, they, this I, I understand your trauma in South Africa, and I respect it. You know, because they'd be I, like, I, I you know, when that. um uh, who's that man um the producer. That's opening them electricity stuff. What's his name uh, again? Akon. Akon, yeah. right. So he's receiving a lot of backlash, guys. Come on. Because he's doing... What do you mean? Yeah, because Akon sometimes, he's, you know, his information sometimes can be sketchy. But I understand what he's but doing. But China's and stuff like that. So what's the difference between Jack Darcy and... But Jack Darcy's a nice guy. And Twitter's doing well. And when they go into Ghana, they're going to also, in, you know, improve the internet access they're yeah. going to invest in Ghana they're employing people on ground yeah. it just shows that Ghana again like I said is beating every other African on the continent black, black and, and blue, blue. Yeah. when it comes but to it's going to be Ghana and then it's going to move on to other African nah, countries a lot of other countries have had the opportunity but they just didn't do it well Nigeria completely failed the likes of Twitter yeah because Nigeria it was Nigeria before Ghana you that's know? it so that's, that's bad now finally we're going over to East Africa, Tanzania to be exact, as yeah. Hollywood superstar and Kenyan actress Lupita Nyong'o visited the, the Tanzania National Park whilst on holiday in the beautiful country. Yeah. If you remember, Lupita Nyong'o was earlier in the year criticized by the Minister of Tourism in Kenya, in Kenya for a lack of communication with the country, hence them going with supermodel Naomi Campbell as the face of Kenyan tourism. Well, since the incident, it looks like Lupita is now making visible efforts in engaging with the motherland more, uh, engaging with the motherland more, kicking off with an Instagram live interview with famous Kenyan singer Kotie about her new book and now a very public visit to Tanzania and the National Park in Serengeti. Reports claim she opted for Tanzania as there were stricter COVID-19 rules in her home country, Kenya, as some sections of the fans have posed the question why she chose Tanzania rather than her home country, Kenya. Lupita is finally embracing uh, her, you know, uh, East African roots and celebrating. But she's the always she's always done that. Yeah, but she, they felt like, but you know, when the she news... started up in Kenyan yes. sugar. Yes, come on, she did. But what the, what the argument has been is that since she became, you know, a Hollywood superstar, 
uh, Kenya obviously wanted to take advantage of the popularity and the Ministry of Tourism allegedly reached out to her a number of times to become the face of Kenya and she never responded. And they decided to go with Naomi Campbell, the super iconic model, Naomi mm -hmm, Campbell, mm -hmm. who had obvious love for Kenya and had been there donkey of times. But and Naomi has the time. Lupita also showed that she wanted, she had the time and she wanted that too. Naomi in her career has the time. Yeah. Come on. She's, Naomi has done everything under the sun. She's well, got Lupita the time for it. Lupita wanted too. Lupita wanted, Lupita was okay, happy. Okay, but I'm saying that Naomi has the time. Okay. Yeah, because, but Lupita will be asking Yeah, because, stuff. Uh, come on, it's like us saying, oh, then why is Naomi Campbell not really uh, celebrating the fact that she's even British? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it doesn't make sense. I think it's different. I feel like it's different. Lupita Nyong'o, it's like us saying we have a problem with Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron didn't like. Yeah, because she Lupita actually moved to Mexico when she was very young. No, never mind even that. Like she done sugar for you guys. Everybody mm. knows she's Kenyan. I think I feel like now we we start being too entitled over people's career. Yeah, too, mm. too, too over people's careers. Mm. I mean, we had this conversation about yeah. Burner Boy and yeah. the Nigerian yeah. government yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Da, 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 And now all of a sudden, people say, "Oh, was he supposed to get paid yeah, that yeah, much?" Yeah, yeah. But he worked for it. Yeah, yeah. And she's also she's she's building her career. She's not like she doesn't have time. She don't have time. She, I think at the time, maybe they were asking. She didn't have time. She was yeah. acting or doing movies. or And sometimes, even for... You need to remember, she's a human being. What you can do, maybe yeah, I she, can't do. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. I can do, maybe you can't do. But now, obviously, she's doing exactly what they wanted her to do for Because she has she's time. And she's now. grown now mm. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the industry. Which also meant that the criticism she got four months ago definitely change something in her because she's finally doing what they expected her to do during those times. So it's also worked. Even though it might have been negative and, and, and some of the stuff that they said must have been false. Yeah. However, I still believe that there's been a, a positive response with Lu Lupita with regards to the expectations. Hence why Tanzania is enjoying what Kenya was dying to have. Yeah, but Tanzania is only enjoying because obviously Kenya had stricter COVID rules. That's the only reason why Lupita That's what she there. said. Tanzania actually has a lot, very, very strict COVID rules as well. <laughs> so really? that's what, yeah, you do your test like a million Can we times. just believe Lupita and let her live? Absolutely. Just because she's a woman. Oh, yeah, let God. me bring this woman stuff now because it's going to work. Just because she's a woman, let her live, yeah. let her land. Let she's her going live. to do many things for her country. Absolutely. She's got a lot of time. Absolutely. I mean, come on, Absolutely. she's young. She was very, um, she was new in her career. Come on, she, yeah. she won an Oscar. Yeah. And after that, you need to remember that they watch you now. Yeah. Well, are you going to be good again? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, are you going to be good in your yeah. next film? Yeah. She has to put in work. I mean... I think Kenya should be happy because she's already been an ambassador without even Absolutely. doing anything. Absolutely. Because Do you know what I mean? Asks, the more successful she, are, she is in America, the better it is for Kenya. Do you know what I mean? It's free, it's free promo. Absolutely. I so I think uh, sometimes we become a bit too entitled. Yes, oh, don't forget where you're from. You know, I appreciate my country, but at the same time, how are you going to push the mm. narrative of your country? I have to go explore other places. Yeah. I agree with you. Well, um, yeah, shout out to Rebita. And that ends this week's episode of Ali Chopin Live, the official Afrobeats podcast with my guest, Zanita, in the building. Thank you. You for always having come me. again, as always, but you look amazing as well. I said that earlier oh, on. Thank and you. And big shout outs to everybody behind the scenes. 
Afrimedia Studios, Younger Television. Oh, yeah. First Big of all, out. thank you, Ada Shopper, for yeah. giving me my, my first opportunity to be on TV. I was so gassed. <laughs> I was so gassed. Thank you so much. Listen, man, listen, you and you smashed it too. You know, so, and that's what we want. That's what this platform is about. Yeah. Let's give ourselves opportunities to support ourselves and showcase our talents. I'm hoping that they give you a phone call and say, listen, Zanita, you need your <laughs> own show. That's what I'm hoping. And hopefully we're going to get that phone call. So again, thank you very much for listening and watching. Until next time, it's the same place, same time. And it's peace.